Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. To get away from all the noise and the crap in Los Angeles and the entertainment world, is it far enough away or do you wish you could actually go further? Well, uh, like my boyfriend Johnny says, can we go back to L.A. so we can have some peace and quiet? Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we have a lot of goats and sheep and, you know, it's a different kind of uh, work, but it's work. But, yeah, I wish I could go to Mars or some other planet. (laughs) I bet. I do. You know, Roseanne, I saw you on on Rogan's podcast, and Mm -hmm. you were fantastic. What the best part was, you're just honest. I felt you were just being yeah, really. Yeah, it doesn't pay to lie. It, it don't pay to lie. I, I learned that at a very young age. Mm. Right, but some of the stuff that and you... also it feels better to be honest, you know, because you can look yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I you know what I thought was really cool was you were honest about mental illness, which is not mm-hmm. not an easy one to be honest about because people. I'm someone who has suffered for years. With um, oh really? Yeah, with and uh, used to be you got past most of it, but horrible, horrific panic attacks and depression and all that uh-huh. other stuff. I, I had all that too, and I mm. kind of feel like we're only just now getting people, especially with your level of fame, coming out and being honest and talking about it, so it can start to get out of the shadows. Which yeah, it really needs to get out of the shadows. That's what breaks my heart about everything because. People who are creative and artistic are often autistic or or have a lot of, uh, you know, mental uh, tics and stuff like that, which, of course, I do. I I have major mental illness, and I've I've suffered with it and learned to live with it and make it a friend, you know. But, um, oh, man, this is a crazy world right now. Uh, Mm. Fully mentally ill people, that seems to be what's going on, and it's just... uh, breaks my heart to see it to bully mentally ill people based on their politics right you know you came out early as a supporter man you are you are really a smart man and i'm glad to speak with you well thank you you're very sensitive too thank you i well you know what it is listen we can go and sit here and 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 say a million things i thought the bitch was white which by the way that was some fun the delivery was hysterical (laughs) (laughs) the delivery was great but i just thought I felt like you didn't have a shot. If you screwed up and and hadn't already come out as a Trump supporter, they would have been like, Roseanne just screwed up. Oh, my God. They took such glee out of just smearing my face in the dirt. Mm. They really took a lot of glee in it. And that was just, you know, I just want people to know there there is uh, another side of things beside what they are going around saying. And I was not allowed to ever give my side and. It, you know, I was like totally blacked out because, uh, you know, they they didn't want me to say my side. But I'm just saying right now, I think I was a year ahead, which a lot of mentally ill people such as myself, we um, 
we do see things before they happen because we have a different vision and we think differently than, you know, we call them singular. We think differently. You know, we struggle every day to uh, try to add something good to the world because that's the only way we can survive here. We don't want to be part of the ugly. Have we you, don't want that. Have you been doing stand-up? since like have you gone out into the clubs and if you have what kind of re- are you getting a good reaction because you and dice on one stage did somebody come up to you and say are you sitting down we have an idea yeah it was dice's idea you know the whole thing as i was like andrew i i uh i was in vegas with my son and i took my son to um uh one of them jazzy clubs you know yeah. and uh he's 24 and he graduated from college and the whole deal so i took him and his friend and we went so dice was there in vegas so i called him and i somebody told me call up dice he's got an idea and so you know i was there so i called him up and he's like no you're coming i go andrew i haven't been on stage since this happened you know and he's Mm -hmm. like no you're coming down and uh you know you're gonna walk on you're gonna i go i i said i'm so nervous i said i Mm -hmm. i could only do five so he said okay come down and uh, um, do five. Oh my God, I was so scared. But I went out and we just, it, it was like the heavens opened. It, I felt mm. free again. And I, I had my dear friend. I'd known Andrew for 33 years. He's a dear friend. And um, it, it, I just felt very safe. And, you know, everybody was like so supportive and surprised and happy to see me and mm. to hear me bitch. Right. <laughs> right. Did it did you immediately get the creative juices flowing to start writing a routine again? Well, I already had a routine cuz like I I did do a massive Canadian tour just before oh, my sitcom went on, you know. Oh, I was right. in, on tour in a lot of cities in Canada and I was going to come around to the United States, but uh then they talked me into coming back to TV. So I have an act and all that, but I had not performed. So you get rusty, you know, and uh, you've got to keep it oiled. So it oiled me back up. We're talking to Roseanne Barr. Are you going to be opening for Dice or does it even matter? Are you guys on the stage together? How's this going to work with Mr. and Mrs. America? We don't know what we're going to do, but Mm -hmm. we're real excited. That's the best. (laughs) That's great. I think that I'm going to go on first because my my act is... uh, a lot cleaner than Dice's. <laughs> no way. And, uh, although that's saying a lot. But, mm. uh, you know, both of us are comedy outlaws. And so, you know, we, we don't have no rules in our heads. We we perform and we get up there. We, we, we try to get huge laughs. We try to get standing ovations. We, we try to make people laugh till they pee. So that's <laughs> what matters, you know. That's you know, awesome. I thought the idea was when they came to us and said, you guys want to get involved with this, uh, Dice and Rosanna doing a show, I'm like, holy Christ. <laughs> like, that is going to be, you know, people are going to have to have to. Saw, I saw Dice's act when I was there that night, you know, hadn't seen Dice for so long. Mm. And I saw that he really evolved. He, they, you know, comics, we, we say that it takes like, 33 years to make a great stand-up comic as we have our own rules and stuff. But, uh, you know, I saw that Dice was at a master class level and I I was, you know, I like to think of myself like that too. So I was just uh, blown away to be on with him. And we just went into a dance routine. I don't know where it came from, but uh, (laughs) we ended up doing this 
great dance bit, and uh, I said, as long as I can dance and make people laugh, I'm so happy. Right. And, you know, when you're happy, you have a better life. Yeah. Hey, Roseanne, what, what was simpler? Because I remember you doing stand-up, like, say, on uh, The Tonight Show or something. Before you were Roseanne, the TV star, as a stand-up comedian, I remember you then. Now, that's when your star was rising. Is that Was, was that a, a crazy time in your life as you were just about to hit TV and that kind of stuff? Or, you know, like, is, is that oh, crazier yeah. than where you are now? Or is now, does it calm down so much that you like where you are in Hawaii and, and you know, uh, macadamia nuts and all that stuff? Well, I mean, it's all like a big uh, continuum, but no, nothing ever compared to going on The Tonight Show. Uh, no, I mean, that was uh, the most nervous night of my life. Oh, my God, that was before they had adult diapers, too, so I was like so afraid <laughs> because one of my issues is when I get really afraid, I, uh, you know, <laughs> well, we won't go further, but... Right. Uh, so thank God for these depends. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you wearing depends on stage? Well, I actually wear the poise pad because that really has racked up my whole world. That damn poise pad. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, now I have the confidence to freely move forward in life. It's <laughs> like a commercial. <laughs> hey, when you when you decided mm. to bring the television show back, was it your idea or did the networks come to you? Oh, they all came to me begging me, you know, mm. begging me, begging me, saying, oh, we got your back. It's going to be different this time. This time we got your back. Mm. <laughs> 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 like I always say, whenever anybody calls me a genius, I know that means I'm going to get oh. with no grief. With no grief. You know, <laughs> I was, what surprised me about the way that whole thing ended was, I know you didn't decide to just be open about your mental illness and your issues. So the people... No, I have never. I've never done that because people just don't get it. Right. You talk till you're blue in the face and they never will get it. But the people you... are so limited because they only have a one-track mind. And we have, you know, we have learned if we've survived. And honestly, most of us don't survive. But if we do survive, we've learned to, you know... Yeah. Rewire ourselves so that we can. What got go me? On. What got me was how quickly the cast members turned on you. I figured that was those were people that you have known for two decades and worked with and nurtured and took care of and got paid. Yeah. And when I saw, especially uh, what's the name, the one on the talk show there, um, who? <laughs> Sarah. Sarah Gilbert. Yeah, That's Sarah amazing. Gilbert. I was surprised by that one. Because Me too. I was shocked. I, I was just shocked. It felt like I was getting shot, you know? Yeah. And uh, I have been my life been shot at, so I know what that's all about. But it it felt like the bullet went right through me because it was like, it, it's so ugly. But then I look back at like the whole experience. They just hated me because I like Trump. Right. They hated my gut. And they assumed I was, uh, you know, a deplorable Walmart shopper, which I am. And I'm proud to say <laughs> I am a proud and deplorable Walmart shopper, <laughs> you know, like all the working class of this country who elected Trump. Right. And it's really like a bunch of, like, snobs, basically. I've I, lived on both sides. I've lived on mm -hmm. the poor and the rich side. And these people are snobs. I mean, they really look down on America. And I don't. You know, uh, they they find that distasteful that I don't 
do that. I know right now this Mr. and Miss America thing, um, Mr. and Mrs. America, which Andrew Dice Clay and you, Roseanne Barr, right now I know it's only Jersey and this Long Island show. If if it generates... We're doing Atlantic City, too. We're going to do three and see if we can take it. Because, I mean, seriously, somebody called this the wheelchair tour. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's, you know what? Listen, I don't That's think funny. it's old. But, you know, you don't get to be old by being a freaking idiot. Right. So I think, you know, I think we have the singers too to tell young people. Mm. And I, on my tour, um, I was shocked at like the young people that come to see me. It, it was mm. just great. I mean, I got a really diverse audience too, and I'm very proud of that. And um, well, that's what know, I wanted. I that's what I wanted yeah, to ask a, you. Like, do you yeah. have to, if this thing decide, if you decide to take this thing past the three shows, do you kind of have to be careful the markets you book because oh, because of the political stuff, or you just don't well, care and you're gonna book? No, we don't book them. It's like who gives us work, you know, who who hmm. supports us and invites us. Uh, I got it. Doing us a favor, you know. I know people are nervous about me and stuff because you know. You know, it's hard to live through a smear like that. Yeah. People are inviting us, and we're open to go anywhere. Wherever they want us, we'll go. Are you going to do that whole no cell phone thing? Because you know what it takes now. One dick in the audience. who You say one thing that's off color, even though they know they're going to see Roseanne. They know they're going to see Dice at a comedy club on a comedy stage. Oh, no, they wouldn't dare because they got too many people there that are armed. <laughs> what I'm saying is they go on and the Our next... audience is armed. Right. Oh, you know, they go in and they record a piece and then they send yeah, it to like, TMZ. Yeah, go ahead. Try it. Stand up. Say it. Say I love it you. So we can see you. So we can see you right there. Hey, Roseanne, with everything... No, nobody has been mean to me at all. Good. I've gotten nothing but love. And I did, I did Jim Thorpe. Uh, Pennsylvania and a few out there and um, you know I was like lock the doors nobody's getting out of here um, I'm gonna say everything I and I did two hours whoa and uh, you know it was pretty cool because a lot of it was just talking to the audience and they were asking me questions which I love because you can get your best slam lines out you know <laughs> and people really like slam lines and heckler put down with all no, the, I always in, I enjoy a good heckler, but I don't like a drunk ass. Right. <laughs> well, that's a big difference. You're right. So, with all the stuff you went through, it seems like probably the worst thing that a celebrity could go through. Is, is there anything worse? Like this comedy tour, like what JP's talking about, people recording you and maybe protesting or whatever. Maybe something you said can that ever approach what you've already been through? So you have no, or or is there just no fear because it'll never approach that? You know, mm. I'm a comic, and I just want to get up there and do what I do. And I don't know what they'll do. I mean, I don't think they're done trying to get me. Right. That's what you mean. I mean what else can they but, do? You know, maybe maybe if we could turn it around on them, maybe that would stop it. Because it's not right to go after people and destroy their lives because they don't agree with you. Well, yeah. Or because they make a mistake, and then they apologize, and you still keep beating them down. I mean, that's indecent. That's indecent, man. You know, And what? that ain't what America's about. It might be what rich people in Hollywood are about, but America is about, like, you know, second chances and, um, you know, prison mm. reform and making things better and, right. you know, lifting ourselves up and helping each other. That's what America's about. It isn't about, 
any of that crap. Do you wish you didn't use the Ambien line? No, but it was true. Like, I was talking to Dice last night about his Ambien experiences. I've had them. You have? I will. That's some evil sweet, isn't it? It is. You know what? When it <laughs> what works. To you? When it works. When, when it works, it's a miracle drug. Because when you can't sleep and you're having rolling panic attacks and all the other. Right. And, and night terrors and all that stuff. Ambien can be mm. a godsend. It is at first. But. Or, or it turns on you. Or you could be naked in the kitchen covered in cake. Yeah, I've done that one. That's yeah. his. <laughs> that, that, that's mine. I was naked in the... I had, listen, but I, I have had, kids. I have a 12-year-old daughter. Eggs. It's bad. <laughs> Wait, I had eggs cracked on the wall running down. Oh, really? Make brownies at right. 3 a.m. <laughs> so I cracked a couple eggs on the wall, and then I went, ah, freak it, and went back to bed. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it makes you crazy. It's not good. None of that stuff is, is is any good for you. The one drug I'll say is good for you, and it's a godsend as long as you don't abuse it, is Xanax. Really? I haven't tried that one. That helped me because the, it was the only thing that stopped the panic. Did you ever just smoke pot? Yeah, pot, believe it or not, was part of my problem. Be- really? Because I got to the point where you know, I used to smoke pot like it was my job, you know? Yeah. And... It got to the point where it just started to turn on me, and I was constantly getting paranoid. But then yeah. it was always such a habit. Like my shrink was like, "John, you got to stop. Just try stopping. Just try stop." But it was—I wasn't addicted, but it was part of my habit. And then for years, he would just—he would never push. He would just bring it up. And then finally, he goes, "At what point are you going to try my way?" And I said, "You know what? Yeah. Everything got so bad, and the panic attacks are so bad, and you know, because then I jumped in a bottle. I did all of it, and then." Uh, it worked. It well, worked. I'm glad something worked for you. Yeah, because um, it sucks. I'll tell you one thing I've learned through this mess is never, never mix beer and Ambien. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, don't, no, don't never do that. But, you know, <laughs> it's weird because it messed up my, uh, what I have trouble with is um, sequence. It's like a sequence of events? Uh, of thought. You know, mm. putting my thoughts sequentially. Right. And uh, like I won't, re- I won't remember if that was the first or last. Mm. I got, you know, I have yeah. uh, what do you call it, learning disabilities too. But uh, you know, it messed up my uh, tweet language because I got that tweet completely backwards, and now I've corrected it. And uh, so people should go to my YouTube page to see the correction because I just wrote it backwards. That's what. That's you know, me, that's what I figured out, yeah. Nobody ever gets fired or their balls broken for not going on Twitter. My kids do it for me now because they're like, Mom, you are off social media, okay? <laughs> uh, they do it for me. Did President Trump ever reach out to show you support? Yes, he has in so many ways, and yeah. I, I, so, I so appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's not just support for me, it's support for free speech and you know free speech matters so it's weird in our country because i think they did one of those uh hourglass flips and it turns out that conservatives are pro free speech and progressives are not mm. like uh, uh, or something unless you're speaking their speech then they're all cool with it well they just want you in line they, right. they want you to fall in line you know and that that ain't america americans are not getting line people mm. you know we're like free thinkers and we 
we have freedom to start businesses and stuff like that here and, you know, to put a good idea to use and see it get great. You know, that's what's great about our country. Well, last question before we let you go. Are you nervous for doing these shows? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, even like though you I did say, those sample ones with dice? Yeah, but now I've got the poise pad, so look out, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay and Roseanne oh, Barr, Mr. Hey, and Mrs. Andrew, American. thanks for getting up and calling in, buddy. You should hear his ambient stories. They're insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he ever calls, we'll ask him about him. That's great. <laughs> but I'm going to call him right now and bitch at him. But anyway, I'm kind of glad he didn't call in because it was fun talking to you. And thank you for your sensitivity to people who who do live with mental illnesses. Uh, maybe I'll start talking about it more. Right Thank on. You. Thank you, Roseanne. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, God bless you all. Yeah, it was fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to end, right? Yeah. It was fun. Bye. <laughs> all right, so there's Roseanne Barr. She basically, by Felicia does, is basically she what happened did. at the end. <laughs> In her own little way, yeah. By Felicia. By Felicia. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, so her and Andrew Dice Clay doing a limited three-date run to see how they do, and then maybe they'll make it a national tour. Uh, hey, it depends on what your comedic tastes are. If you would even go, but we get that we did get to talk to Dice immediately following that conversation. Yeah. We'll play that probably Friday. What's today? Tuesday? Maybe Thursday? I don't know. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, maybe Thursday. Yeah. Um, and you talk to him. It's not just going to be three shows. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of them. Yeah, we got to do a lot of stuff with him as well. They're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So there's Roseanne.